0: Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Today, we're gonna talk about the Great Holyoke Brick Race. And for that purpose, we have its founders, Bruce Fowler and Dean Niemer. Welcome and thank you for being here with us today.
1: Well, we're glad to be here. You're welcome. Thanks.
0: This is something so unique. I remember when I moved to the city of Holyoke and I knew about the brick race, all kinds of images came to my mind. And it was until I got the chance to see the actual race. This is something so genius and so much fun. You, you may know that the, uh,
2: the brick race came about uh, accidentally, actually. Mm. Um, Bruce, Bruce and I have had been thinking about some kind of oddball sculpture race that was going to involve, um, we thought, machines that were retrofitted to be racing machines, like a belt sander or a circular saw. And so we were debating that, and... When we saw one of the races produced in in California, uh, one of the machines was powered by a butane torch, basically uh, almost uh, burned the the bleachers down. And we looked at each other and said, "Uh, I don't think so. Uh, We can't do that. And uh, Bruce?
1: A little too risky for that. Yeah. But it looked like fun.
2: Yeah. But uh, you know, there was basically uh, coincidentally a a brick sitting on the coffee table in Bruce's studio, and you—I don't know—it was there as a paperweight or something. And yeah, out of the blue, you said,
1: uh, Mm, "Let's have a brick race."
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it was probably similar to your uh, reaction, trying to picture what. Is a brick race? Are people throwing bricks at each other or, uh, and racing away? Uh, not not exactly. And it was odd enough that we kind of stared at one another for, you know, a few seconds and went like, "Yeah, yeah, that could work." You know, the challenge would be to take a standard building brick put wheels on it in, in some way, we didn't even know how people were necessarily going to do that, and race it down a track with uh, no mechanical help, so no machines involved. And uh, in effect that became the Great Holyoke Brick Race.
0: Uh, you know. I, I don't know when you saw it. It was for its second, its second year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I came here by the end of two thousand eleven, so yeah. it was for for the second year. And I was fascinated with the idea of it, of it. and even more when when I saw it. It's so much fun. Something that when it came up as an idea, possibly many people have been wondering, what is this idea about? Yeah. Yeah. So, how hard was from this idea to put it to work and have the support to make it happen the first time?
1: Yeah. Took about a year. Right? Yeah, I think it took about a year uh, to build the track. Took quite a while because it's an unusual track. It's very, very steep and it's long. It's probably eighty to ninety feet long. So that did take a while. And then just there was only a couple of us or three of us working on the thing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we just didn't feel ready the ready the first year. So then it, it came about the second after that. Yeah. Which was good.
2: Uh, one thing we can say is that it was fun from the very beginning. Mm. And uh, but we also we had what myself in particular had peculiar ideas. One of, one of the things when it, whenever there's a race, it could be a car race or you know this is kind of like the Pinewood uh, Derby it, Derby yeah. uh, kind of thing, but with bricks. I liked and people liked when bricks uh, the, the brick racers crash. <laughs> And we actually give out an award for the best crash uh, in the brick race. And uh, uh, at one point I thought, why not have two tracks that come together in the middle, like a demolition derby, Mm -hmm. and have bricks go right into each (laughs) other. And that was another one that fortunately was vetoed uh, very quickly by the other people. So I don't see that, you know, and... uh, I I learned in retrospect a lot that yeah no that was not a good not a good idea although it sounds like mm, so much fun yeah yeah and it you know the brick race has evolved uh, a, a bit and uh, what we're doing we tr- try to be all inclusive about it and uh, we certainly would uh, encourage and uh, Ask your people in your audience, they, they can participate in the brick race by building a race car. There's no age limit to that. The thing we, One of the things we have learned is we can only accommodate 40 race cars. And we're about halfway there in terms of people signing up, and it's going to be first come, first serve. There's no entry charge. It's completely free to watch the event and completely free to enter it. But once we reach 40 people as entrance, we can take a standby, but uh, that, that's one of the restrictions uh, of,
0: of the race. So 40 participants and it's filling up quickly. I mean, it's, um, there's still a considerable amount of time, but if you decide to get into the race, you also need time to build your yeah. your brick. Mm, yeah. And then it comes the next step for whoever hasn't seen it yet. What it could be the description of some of the most, possibly the most interesting or fun bricks that you have seen during the A during lot of the these are years. on the website, but hmm. Bruce could you know, talk about it. I them.
1: think we all have our favorites. I think one year, one that stands out in my mind, of course, is the year someone put a brick inside of a round ball of ice. And rolled the ball of ice down the track. It right. it kind of split open at the bottom, but it was it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, and then there's always the doll head baby racer, and I don't know what else we got. We got all kinds of things you can imagine. Yeah, everything from the Empire State Building to to a rat on a brick.
2: <laughs> well, also it's it's. Uh, there's a group that among themselves are very competitive uh, in this. And, uh, you know, we've had Batmobiles, we've had the, uh, you know, the Rat Fink uh, race car, the, uh, you know, but they're really built to race. And interesting, a lot of factors come into play, <laughs> you know, aerodynamics and uh, weight placement and all kinds of things that are exciting for people who really, you know, we have, you know, engineers who uh, enter the race and, and people who are very uh, keen on trying to, you know, but it's not just about, one of the things we didn't want to do, there, there's a first, second, and third for the fastest brick race, but uh, we have awards for the most creative, the, the best crash, the, uh, and most popular, you know. And uh, in some years uh, we had, uh, like I said, there's no age limit. So we uh, had a, a five-year-old win one of the, you know, top, top prizes uh, for creativity in particular.
0: And this is the beauty of this event because you are bringing people together in an event that is unique, that also utilizing bricks as the main element of, of the whole race and also an element so present in our city as part of the structures mm-hmm. and the historic buildings that we have. Yeah. But like you mentioned, engineers, because it is gravity, it is aerodynamics, it is also creativity, yeah. so it involves art, handcrafting, and fun all together. Yeah. Everybody can put a little bit of that, yeah. regardless the age, the origin the socio or, or educational level yeah. and I believe this is something so unique and so compelling for everyone. I wonder why there is no more events like this well, well, everywhere else.
2: One of the things we did early on is we googled brick race mm-hmm. and as you know usually when you google something like that you get 5 million results, there were zero. Wow. <laughs> Uh, You know, there was one (laughs) brick company, brick manufacturer, who has a kind of brick race. I forget where it is. But they, in effect, make the entire race car. It's a kit. uh, So Mm -hmm. uh, we don't count that. So as far as we know, other than possible copycats, uh, we're the only brick race in the world... (laughs) (laughs) And it's right here, like the volleyball, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. here in Holyoke, and no place else. So, by the way, you don't necessarily, you do not have to be. uh, There's no restriction about being a resident of Holyoke. Uh, Pioneer Valley is fine, but we've had uh, race uh, people uh, bring cars from New York City and uh, and Boston, and uh, you know, the word is is out there.
0: Being an event so open and so successful now, how has been the support that you've been getting from the city and from different people in the community?
1: Yeah, in the beginning we um were getting grants. Cultural council. Cultural council grants. And uh that got us started. They liked it so much, they kept giving it to us. But to be fair, we uh Moved on to getting some sponsors this year, yeah, which is new, and we've been successful at it so far. Well, we're, and, and we're looking yeah. to raise a certain amount of money, and we're we're getting there.
2: Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, just recently, uh, Mayor Alex Morse uh, did a photo op uh, with us. Uh, we have uh, T-shirts, by the way, that will be for sale uh, during the. The brick race. So, with his T-shirt and uh, Gary Holgren, who's one of mm. uh, the people who's been there since the beginning, designed our poster. Anyway, um, the, the the mayor is on board. Aaron Vega, our representative, is uh, also uh, a sponsor, and uh, a number of local businesses are. Behind. As
0: a matter of fact, the T-shirts and the poster were also printed in Holyoke, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, we're also yeah. affiliated with the Creative Arts Center. So, and, and that's something too. It's, it's uh, not, not only that this is a fun and creative event, but we want to encourage people to make things again. You know, I'm, I'm an art teacher uh, and artist myself, and one of the things I think is most important that's so lacking these days, that you're trying to do as well, is encourage creativity which um, is, you know, not even encouraged in schools anymore. That's, again, like, if you go to our website, The, the Great
1: Brickrace.com.
2: Yeah, yeah. I know it was something complicated. Long. <laughs> uh, but um, there's a lot of uh, photographs uh, there and the video that show uh, a number of the nicely, I, I would call it nicely bizarre, uh, creations that, that people make. And... Uh, And it's really, that's why it's a community event, you know, we're coming together, yes, for a fun event, but it's also a celebration of creativity, you know. that's Yeah,
1: I look look at it like um, folk art, you know, everybody gets to make something very cool and then show it off. Yeah, Yeah.
2: there's no such thing as a bad brick racer though we do have an award for the, the least likely to, to you know we've had some very very slow race cars and um, you can kind of predict they may not even make it down the track but even then um, th- 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 these are almost always really creative and mm. uh, fun to look at as well as having been fun to make
1: someone in the beginning asked me how do you motivate a brick <laughs> and that, I just said, talk to it. <laughs> I don't know what
2: else to say. So we're doing a spiritual kind of thing uh, there, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, guided with your mind.
0: <laughs> Which is, it sounds fun, but at the same time, it has a special meaning because it also implies the importance of teamwork. Yes. And, yep. and putting the effort of what you're doing... And, yeah, also being competitive, but at the same time, trusting that the work that you did is going to bring good results. And if not, it doesn't matter because it's just just for fun. Because Mm -hmm. I believe this is a huge learning experience in so many aspects about sharing, about enjoying, about being creative and possibly think about ideas for the next year. If uh, yeah. if some cars are not that successful and the ones that are, well, what made them be be the ones that won?
2: Yeah, yeah. It also does become a family. Of a, a, a number of uh, race cars are family oriented. It could be, uh, you know, uh, mother, father, and their, you know, son or daughter, and they basically make the the race car together. But in a lot of cases, they actually uh, in, encourage uh, you know, their son or daughter to actually make it themselves, you know. It's kind of, uh, I suppose, similar to a science fair uh, project, uh, you know. And there are things to learn, you know, how to craft. A, you know, Bruce actually uh, has done some workshops to help people figure out, you know, what what are the best wheels to use and what, you know, what what concept, what are you more likely
0: to get a fast race car. Any of these workshops are <coughs> planned to happen before this race this year? We haven't talked about them yet this
2: year. Still a little early, but uh, you know, probably uh, again it'll be something on the website. that yeah. uh, And typically they happen the the week before, uh, or maybe two weeks. Uh, yeah.
0: So the um, Great Holyoke Brick Race takes place in front of the Paper City Studios, which is.
2: 80 Ray Street.
0: 80 Ray Street, and is this the place where where you also do other activities throughout the year? So, yeah. what are those other activities that are happening? Yeah. Well, uh, Bruce is one of the co-owners of of the
2: building, and in the building is you know mainly uh, artists. So occasionally we have open studios, but uh, there's also uh, Bruce has uh, constructed a, a gallery on the first floor of the building. <laughs>
0: You're listening, Radioplasma, and we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels, Twitter, Radioplasma Lab, and Facebook.com slash Radioplasma. What are your feelings when you see, after six years, the people coming, getting involved, participating and enjoying this event that came up after a happy accident?
2: It's, it's very rewarding, you know, it's, uh, again, we, through something that is simple and is fun and that uh, was invented here, I think both very p- proud, but also very anxious. We never know if it's going to pour rain, which has happened once. But we haven't had to postpone it. I don't think. Not yet. Not yet. And close. And, uh, yeah. And so far, we haven't had anything burst into flames, mm. <laughs> <laughs> because no one's allowed to use flammable anything in oh. it. And um, but we're we're really appreciative of you know the opportunity to uh, get the word out because that's always uh, we uh, there's like I said there's not only no restrictions but we want to have it uh, you know participants from every community that uh, would like to
1: so
0: mm-hmm. i i'm just wondering about some of the, the bricks that survived the race is there any gallery aside of, of the pictures on your website? Is there any gallery or you know that you keep them? Because I'm thinking this could be a perfect opportunity also to have maybe an all-time famous museum of bricks. That, that could <laughs> be in the future, you <laughs> know.
2: Both Bruce and Gary Holgren and there's a few other people who um, have the race cars they made, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they keep them. in... Posterity. Sometimes you're tweaking them. I'm, I'm the MC, by the way, so uh, I help bring people into the race. But um, I very much like that idea. But that may be in our 25th year. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: uh, so that gives time for people to come with great ideas, great designs. Yeah. Because your bricks could be part of that museum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the Great Holyoke Brick Race is going to take place Saturday, June 10th. Starting at eleven a.m. until three p.m. This is at Paper City Studios, eighty Ray Street in Holyoke, Mass. Yeah. Anything else you would like to add?
2: Again, we are really hoping lots of people come out. We we now have bleachers and uh, you know PA system and whatever, but it's uh, getting to be more uh, like a community event. There's also going to be food, there will be a face painting, we may have a, a show of antique race cars, uh, actual...
1: Rat rods. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: and not, One of our worries, frankly, is that it could get a little beyond our, uh, you know, it's like, be careful what you wish for, <laughs> you know. But we're, we're okay for the time being uh, with that. But uh, it's expanding, and, and like I said, we've got a lot of people coming to sponsor it, and uh, local businesses and people who, like the mayor and uh, and Aaron Vega, the representative
0: uh, that uh, support it, so. This is certainly one of the highlights of the year, having the great Holyoke Brick Race, a unique event, and nothing like it in the world, according to Google which also tells so much of how much creativity we have in the city and it is contagious because people like this idea and they participate and they keep coming back and if you haven't had the chance, yeah, go for it. June 10th at Paper City Studios, 80 Ray Street. This is the Great Hollow Brick Race and I want to thank Bruce and Dean for creating this idea, for having this uh, great accident. Yeah. and for sharing, for sharing with us and coming here to talk about the race and how this happened, how this came to be. Yeah. Well, much appreciate being here, and yeah. thank you for spreading the word. It's terrific. Yeah, thank you. Well, this is the Radio Plasma podcast, and this episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab here at the Gander Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Rashi Reshibega. Thank you for listening.